It's the bottom line. On News Radio 610, KONA, from the Tri Cities to Olympia to DC, we break down. The stories of the day and the people making the news. And that's the bottom line. Time to get the bottom line. Presented by Summit Funding in Kennewick and Prosser. And welcome back for hour number two of the bottom line this Thursday afternoon. Rob Francis with you. Greg back on Tuesday. Putting the phones on hold again for a few minutes as we welcome to the program Dr. Vermel Green. Dr. Green has been a school teacher and administrator for over 45 years. She is also a child development author. Please teach me like I'm a boy. Ten steps to a success in school and in life. And Dr. Green is also the executive of the Boys Institute. Dr. Green, thank you for joining us today. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Rob, for having me. So, Dr. Green, I'd like to begin by drawing on your experience in the education system. I'm sure that you've seen just about everything there is to see um, in, (laughs) in, in a school setting. So, As we look at what happened in Uvalde the other day, as we also look at some of the other shootings that we have seen (laughs) regarding schools, is there, I I, I hate to say it like this, but I guess this is the only way that I can phrase it, are there certain things that tend to present themselves more often than not in these situations that are missed for a number of reasons? There are. Um, one big red flag, unfortunately, is that many of these students are our boys. And that's what we're about with the Boys Initiative and, and helping to uh, help parents and educators and even faith leaders to understand our boys and to realize that they truly are in crisis. You know, not just um, in academics, but also in social, emotional health as well. Um, our boys have a tendency to, and, and this is hormonal, it's, it's nothing um, out of the ordinary. Our boys can be very impulsive, very aggressive, acting first and thinking lay, later. Um, but what's so important is that our boys are given a moral foundation, a faith foundation that will guide and control that impulsivity and that aggressiveness. You know, there's nothing wrong with them, but they need to know that, first of all, there is a being that you're going to have to answer to one day. And with the parents' help, giving them that guidance that helps our boys, because our boys, without that moral foundation and that testosterone aggressivity, um, testosterone-fired aggressiveness will uh, give them tremendous potential to do damage and we have seen that in recent years dr green a number of things that have come out over the last day or so regarding the shooter himself the 18 year old um is that he had issues in school that he was bullied because apparently he had a speech impediment and that he began to withdraw particularly when um a, a close friend moved away from the area just kind of felt like he was by himself um we know that bullying has gone on since the dawn of time we know that there have been attempts to uh create awareness about the situation but yet kids are kids and they they are going to be and bullying will always be there how much of 
the school environment versus the home environment versus being left to your own devices contributes to leading someone down a path that could result in what we saw in Evalde? Well, Rob, as you said, bullying has happened since the dawn of time. You know, I was bullied. You probably were bullied as well. But we had our family members, a strong, supportive family there at home that we could go to and they could commiserate with us and they could console us and they could pump up our our bruised egos and, and, and help us to realize that we were special. We had a strong family led by a strong father. And many of these children, unfortunately, are growing up in families without that strong father. Fatherlessness has been truly at the root of family breakdown. And when you don't have that and the child is just getting their sense of self-worth from other children who can be very cruel and they don't have the families at home to build them up and to help them to be grounded and realize that there's a plan and purpose for their life, then there's that sense of hopelessness, a sense of depression, that anger that will build up. And if it's not controlled by, as I said before, a strong moral foundation, it can explode into tragedy. We're talking with Dr. Vermel Green. She has been a school teacher and administrator for over 45 years and author of the book, Please Teach Me Like I'm a Boy, 10 Steps to His Success in School and, and in Life. And Dr. Green is also the executive of the Boys Initiative. Dr. Green, we've seen this breakdown going on for some time. It seems that each generation laments the following generation and the things that they don't do and don't resemble um, from how they grew up. And and there is an element to that that happens. Growing up when I did, I heard it from adults uh, about, you know, warning that the, the, the end of the world is upon us because of my generation. But as we continue to move down, we have other things that get thrown into the equation um, that continue with that breakdown. And one of the things a lot of people point to is social media and how much time kids today spend on computers, on social media, and not socializing with their peers. How much of that has contributed and is the reliance and the, and the push with kids on spending time around technology, on technology, phones, computers, social media, how much of that do you believe has contributed to this devolvement? Oh, my goodness. It has had a tremendous effect upon the breakdown of of the family and also the breakdown of relationships between children and between their parents and family. And also in regards to, especially this young man, um, he was on social media, you know, bragging about this and making statements that, you know, had he had the kinds of friends that would have taken action, you know, could have said, look, you know, he's writing about this and he's threatening this. You know, did they not have families they could go to and say, Mom, look look at what he's doing. Unfortunately, kids are becoming more attached to each other than they are to their parents. Um, Again, because of the family breakdown, they are seeking their peers for advice. They're seeking their peers for, for um, being uh, approved and, and accepted rather than the adults who have some, <laughs> some measure of wisdom. So, yes, it has a tremendous effect. Also, our children have been exposed to, to things that their families, a closer family, would never want them exposed to. 
but that internet and social media has exposed them to everything that's out there, negative as well as positive. So, yes, absolutely a strong effect on whatever happens with our children. So, Dr. Green, with your years in education, both as a teacher and as an administrator, it seems now that people on both sides of the aisle, regardless of where your ideology is is leading you, people are now at a point where, look, we've had enough. We need to have a real conversation about all of this and take all factors into consideration. How do we make the schools safer? So what are some of the things from your experience do you believe are the places to begin when it comes to making the school experience safer for students, for teachers, for administrators, and give parents the peace of mind that their kids are going to come home? I would think the first line of defense is with the home itself, with the parents, talking to the children, making sure that they know what they should do if they know about something, you know, telling the kids, wait a minute, you're not being a snitch. You're not being a tattletale. If you know something's about to happen, you need to act. You need to speak up. Tell me, and I'll make sure that I tell someone. So parents, have those conversations with your children. And at the school itself, the school can do something very simple. Lock the door. Come on. Block that door, lock access, limit access to those buildings. Train your staff and your children. Have drills. There's all so many things. Um, again, too many times people want to treat the symptom. They say, oh, get rid of guns. But, you know, let's treat the problem. The problem, again, being a mental health problem with our students, a spiritual and emotional problem with our students, the breakdown of our families and a lack of a strong moral base with our children. We're talking with Dr. Vermel Green, school teacher and administrator for over 45 years, the author of Please Teach Me Like I'm a Boy, 10 Steps to His Success in School and in Life, and the executive director of the Boys Initiative. Dr. Green, um, as we hear more and more, and we will over the next few days about the events that unfolded, timelines, we also get the... The, the lawmakers that decide that they want to discuss things that they want to do and how they want to handle it. And we need this and we need that. They politicize the situation, which most people I think are tired of as well. But where does this, where does the, the, the beginnings of, and I don't want to say solutions because I don't know that there really is a long-term, serious, solvent solution for this. But to begin to address it, does it start from the school and then out? Does it start from government down? Where is the most effective place to begin to try and mitigate this from potentially happening in the future? I tell you, Rob, I hate to keep beating the same drum. But again, it has to happen, first of all, with the home and with the parents, because they are the first educators of these children. That's where these children come from. It has to happen there first. And then from the parent to the school, the the parents working in partnership with the school administrators and school teachers, not in opposition, but as a team, as a partnership for the well-being and behalf. Government down solutions. They rarely work because all the government does is just throw money at a problem, you know, just treating the symptoms. 
and not really getting at the root problem. And so it really takes those who are closest to the children, the parents, the teachers, the administrators, the school, and also the community leaders, especially the churches and and other faith institutions need to step up. They need to be involved in those schools because the schools, the people are hurting, and they are right to hear messages of hope, messages of, of purpose, and messages of plans that come from without. Now, so, doc- hopefully, as a community. Dr. Green, let Go me ahead. ask you this, because over the course of the pandemic, we have definitely seen um, a layer of mistrust come in place between parents and school districts. Um, we saw in our own community sweeping change in a couple of school boards because of uh, COVID and protocols and things that parents were observing on on Zoom courses and things they weren't happy about that were taking place in the schools. With that said, who who offers the olive branch here as far as being able to work in concert once again? Because we have school board members on record in parts of the country saying that parents don't have the ability to be involved in this and they shouldn't have the ability to be involved in this. Teachers have been on record as saying the same thing. So how do we bridge that gap, regain that trust? Who makes that first step? Is it the parents that make the first outreach or is it the schools that make the outreach to the parents, in your opinion? I think the schools are going to have to bend over backwards to assure parents that they know well and good that those children do not belong to the teachers. Those children belong to the parents. And it is the parents who are being ultimately responsible for the upbringing of their children. So schools, teachers, administrators, they need to go to parents, and they need to say a huge mea culpa. We were wrong. We were wrong trying to usurp your authority. We were wrong trying to hide things from you or keep things from you. It was not our intention, hopefully. It was not our intention to uh, indoctrinate your child. It was not our intention. We were doing what we thought would be best for your child. But if this is not what you want, we are your servants. We work for you, parents, not the other way around. And also, schools, I'm amazed because in my day, we did everything possible to get our parents more involved. We fed them, gave them prizes, gave them concerts. We wanted our parents to be involved. And then the parents turn around and get more involved, and schools brand them as terrorists. That's unconscionable. So schools, y'all need to step up, and you need to offer the olive branch to the parents and assure them that what has happened in the past will not happen in the future. Dr. Vermel Green, school teacher and administrator for over 45 years, executive of the Boys Initiative, and author of Please Teach Me Like I'm a Boy, 10 Steps to His Success in School and in Life. Thank you for your time this afternoon, Doctor. Appreciate uh, speaking with you, and hopefully we connect again down the line. Rob, thank you so much for the opportunity to be on your show. Take care now. Thank you. Going to take a quick time out. Bottom line, News Radio 610 KONA, back with more. number of things still left to discuss regarding more information and things that we've seen happen in D.C. as well on the heels of the shooting in Uvalde, Texas. Back with more.